Hello and welcome to the third episode of Skinny Lads. Uh, this is the, ep- this, the episode, the, this is the podcast, where uh, I sit here with my good friend Dan and we talk absolutely rubbish for 30 minutes. So Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jim. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. I've had a, a bit of a stressful day with assignments, but... Uh, I can no, imagine. I'm, I'm glad it's the end. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel the same. Work's been so long and boring this week. So, uh, Dan, what are you drinking this evening? Currently, you know, we actually forgot to say this in the last one. Did we? Yeah. Um, tonight, I'm doing Copperberg, lad, mixed fruit. It's only 4%, but you know what more can you want? It's I, only uh, a weeknight. <laughs> I've got a... I again went to my local Tesco, and I picked up... Oh, Tesco. Uh, a Sussex Gold, gold nail, uh, from the Arundel Brewery. And I can't lie, I've already had a few sips of it, and I'm actually really liking it. Oh, no, I it recommend. Cool, no. Not for me, lad. But no? I was actually with you when you got it, and I said I didn't like it then, and you still went for it. So I respect it. I, I mean, I actually really quite like the taste. And of you it. know what? What the main thing is that I wanted to hear all week: the squashy ice cream review. <laughs> so I went to Tesco uh, last sun, uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Saturday. You worked Saturday. Um, and I was looking for those TikTok. Um, what are they called? Bonds. Moon something. Moons. It's it. Ice cream moon things. And as expected, they didn't have any in stock. I'd like to put it out there, they look terrible. I don't know why people would want to eat that. I mean, they've had really good reviews. Oh, yeah, but it's TikTok, what do you expect? Well, yeah. Anyway, as I was looking through the freezers, uh, I came across Squashy's ice creams. Mm. uh, And I am a. He's notorious for knowing. For knowing? For liking Squashy's. I'm a huge lover of Squashy's. I constantly have a bag at my bedside table in case I feel the craving. Um, And tried it the other night now I must say mm-hmm. it's not the best ice cream I've ever had I won't lie what, where are you ranking it? I probably won't buy it again whoa um, but as long as you eat both because it's, it's in half so you've got like the pink side and the white side the pink side is always the better part see I think so however in the ice cream I think the white side is better and, but as long as you eat both sides together it tastes like good if you have one side then the other I, there's, there's, it just kind of is a bit off so it's it's good, but it's not amazing. So okay, that's Jim's review of the week. That's a new thing, I reckon. We start doing Jim's review of the week. I just buy something random yep. and try it. and we review it. <laughs> and it's got to be when I'm with you, so I can be excited about it. Well, I want to go to Tesco on, uh, Jim's on Saturday of the Sunday. Week. I'll let you know. Okay, I look forward to it. Anyway, speaking of Tesco, we both worked in retail. We do, or have. We, well, yeah, you don't anymore. Have you got any stories... So yeah, being so, retail. so yeah, for the, for the listeners, uh, this episode is all about retail and our stories. Dan still works Tesco part time now. Um, how long have you been at Tesco now for? It's only a year. I was only meant to be there for like two months before I got an apprenticeship. And then you know, this little thing called coronavirus came around, and I'm still there. And I, uh, I've worked in a couple things in retail. I worked um, in a bakery slash tea room. Called you Truffles. worked in a tea room. Bakery slash tea room called Truffles in in the village I live in, and then uh, I did that for about a year, year and a half. Oh, I can't imagine you in a bakery. And then, I've uh, seen your brownies. Yeah, no, they're not great. Really, I mean, the brownies came really made from the, from the head office wherever they come from. Okay, that's good. You didn't have to touch him. No. Um, and then uh, and then I also worked in John Lewis for about three and a half years, doing various departments and various things. Is it so true when you work in Waitrose or John Lewis, you get like a share in the company? So yeah, I mean. It's not in terms of like the stock market kind of share. Um, basically, when you join the company, 
we essentially you're all meant to have an equal amount of say in the company. Right. That's where you'll share. So every decision has to be voted on, um, and then at the end of the year, financial year, you get your dividends, which is basically a bonus. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're um, good. No, the bonus. I mean, in in now the financial like climate we're in now, the bonuses are shockingly bad. I mean, if you t- if you went back to like they showed a graph a couple of, about a year ago. If you go back to nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies, the bonuses were like twenty five percent of your annual salary. Oh wow, that's lit. My last before I left, the last bonus I got was two percent, three percent. What's that like twenty quid? It was like two hundred pounds. Well, that's, that's not too bad. It is, it's not the worst, but because when you work full-time, you have 38 and a half hours a week. Well, it's better than nothing. Well, I know. I was saying, like, obviously it's not as, it's not as amazing as it, as it could have been. But, yeah. So, uh, my, my, my best stories from working in retail. Um, you know what my favourite ones are? What? The, like, whenever you get a really angry customer, and for some reason they pin the blame on you. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, that's a fan favorite of mine. I can't lie. I like to say to the, to those of you who've never worked in retail, don't, don't. Um, yeah, okay, we're on the same wavelength. It Respect. is it is a sure way to be abused on a daily basis by people you never met and probably won't meet again, and it's a great way to lower your self confidence. I reckon I've risen from it. You think? Yeah. Uh, big, but I got what's it called? Thicker skin now. Thicker skin. Yeah. Yeah, it builds character, I guess. But if you're if you're not in it, a sort of person who likes that kind of confrontation, I would avoid. You know, it's it's more funny than like annoying. Yeah, but you work on a customer service desk, so you probably get more. We get it every day. It's amazing. Mm. Well, it's amazing until you've had enough. I was gonna say, I bet you've had some people like complain about really stupid things. Yeah, no, we get like receipts for like thirty p that we have to refund, which is ridiculous. Imagine going out of your way for thirty p. It's funny you say. Is that. it worth it? When no. I was part-time at John Lowe's, I worked um, up in the first floor, which is where the returns desk was. Mm-hmm. I had a woman come to the returns desk with a snapped ruler. <laughs> it was like a children's one, so it wasn't like a full-length one. It was like one of those tiny ones. And she wanted me to, she wanted me to return it. It was 20p. Um, and it turned out she bought it that day. And basically, when she got the car, it snapped and whatever. Yeah, because her fat ass forgot to take it out of her fucking pocket. Something like that, yeah, yeah. And she came out and she demanded a refund. And now, normally... You would say no to that sort of thing. But I wasn't going to argue with her over 20p, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just refunded it for her. But I was thinking in my head, like, how sad... What a sad little life. life. Exactly. What a sad little life. I mean, what is the dumbest thing you've had to return for someone? I think it's a carrot. And it was because they, they forgot to use it. So they went out of date. And they're like, well, that's not good enough. It shouldn't go out of date in a couple of days. I'm like, love it. It's a fresh carrot. What should we do? I swear that if it's food, though, um, you can't return it. Like, when I went to John Lewis, if you bought a food item like chocolate or nuts or something like that, you weren't, it's, it's non-refundable. Bro, this is, what, this is why Tesco's are elite. The customer satisfaction comes first. And I didn't want to argue with the person if I couldn't bother, so I just refunded it. How much did it come to? 30p or something like that. Wow. It's actually ridiculous. It's like, it makes so much work for 30p. What was your, uh, what's your biggest refund you've had to do? Oh, God. Like you it it, it would have been a TV online. or something. Oh, no, yeah, we don't do online stuff. Do That's not. all online. Um, we've definitely had a few TVs, and we get a lot of gypsies in Tesco's. <laughs> and you don't mess with a gypsy. So they always come in, they buy a TV, and then they try and switch it over, like their old one, put it in the box, and come back and get a refund. Yeah. And as you can imagine, they're big and fat and ugly. 
so it's pretty scary to like, say no to them. But every time one comes over, I just call my manager. I'm like, yeah, you could you could deal with this one. You could you could take the blunt for this one. <laughs> when uh, so you go back to the returns desk I worked on for for a while. Um, I used to have like regular returners, so people who would you know go on their credit card on Jonas.com, order everything they saw, and then return everything. What? Why? Bar one item, just in case they liked something. And uh, well, waste. They got too much money. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, for Jonas' customer, normally it's because you have too much money. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I had this one poor guy. I only at the time I worked Thursday evenings and Saturday afternoons slash evening. Oh, Friday evenings as well. Th- Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So yeah. Worked. Um, it's Thursday evening. It's like October, and like there's no one in the store. I'm sat on the pretend desk by myself. Um, but every Thursday, this guy rocks up. After he's clearly just come from work, and his car's full of his wife's orders. And he comes in with like two shopping trolleys every Thursday. Stuff he's returning because she's bought. For his wife. Yeah. Oh no. Wife. She's way too privileged. I felt, way t- I felt so sorry for the guy. And I was looking at stuff she was ordering. I was like, holy moly. What was it? What kind of stuff I mean, was it? The most expensive bags, expensive clothes. John Lewis do bags. Yeah, we do yeah, fashion and all sorts. Shoes, dresses. It sounds like you're trying to sell, you're trying to market with John Lewis right now. John Lewis, sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yes. <laughs> I want your money. I saw they started sponsoring this TV show. I didn't think John Lewis would ever sponsor what? a TV hey. show. Um, it's like an interior design type thing. Oh, that makes sense, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deck out my whole house with John Lewis stuff. If you would like to do that, that's fine. <laughs> my, even if it's just my room, that's fine. I, I would I've, take it. I have a friend of mine, and him... See, my friend of mine still works at John Lewis. His sister used to, and his father used to be a manager at John Lewis. Okay. And their house is literally a John Lewis show home. It's incredible. Wait, do I know in, this person? Uh, I don't think so. It's not Sophia, is it? No, no, no. no. Sophia, if you want to come on the, on the podcast, you're more than welcome. <laughs> but basically... You go into his house. His house is like a new build as well, so it's already like quite fresh. It's quite like it's a like, sexy house. It's a sexy house. Yeah. I mean, but new builds are terrible build quality, so don't buy one. Um, oh, bit of shade. I know, but uh, and you go in, and it's just everywhere you look, it's just John Lewis furniture, John Lewis glasses or whatever. It's just it looks like a John Lewis show home. It's actually it's hilarious. Why do they not do this with Tesco's? You could do. <laughs> that'd be so. Imagine the beat. How B tech that'd be compared to John Lewis. I've never seen Tesco's like. Do Tesco's do sofas? Do we do? No, no, we don't do sofas. So what? You, I know you do like electricals. Bro, you might get a deck chair if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're really pushing the boat out. Yeah, yeah. So um, Dan, what is kind of like the the most awkward situation you've ever been in? As in in life or at work? In, in, in retail. Like, you oh. know, customers, like, full-on lashing out at you, or you've said something really stupid, or... So, whenever I get anything wrong, I go off and say, I'll go, I'll go talk to my manager quickly. And then I go have a little laugh around the store. And then I come yeah. back and I'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not allowed to do it, my manager won't let me. And then if they try and question it, I'm like, look, the manager's busy. I'm sorry, he can't come over and see you. You're going to have to come back another day and then someone else has to deal with it. But I have, um... I have made a really big mistake once, and I don't know if I'm actually allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Just don't name names or whatever. Oh, no, it's to do with me. Um, so someone had a fraudulent card. Right. And I was, I'd been there for six hours. I had a 12-hour shift. I was like, I'm, I'm going for my lunch. Bye-bye. <laughs> so 
So, like, this other girl who came over, who had to, like, cover my break, who, like, doesn't actually work on the desk, came over and, um, I was like, oh, yeah, you can sell this person. Turns out this guy has a fraudulent card, does some weird pay thing so he can pay for it, and then walks off. And then, like, three weeks later, we get told, you've just sold loads of items to a guy who's just done fraud on you. I'm like, oh, no. But luckily, I got away with it because I actually didn't sell anything to him. But technically, it was kind of my fault. Ouch. Did you get, like, a warning then? Yeah. I got a big disciplinary for it, but we move. I'm, I'm uh, still there. For, for those who are listening, who are my friends, would know that I have had a disciplinary at John Lewis. Oh, your disciplinary was so stupid. Um, yeah, so... What you did for it, I do to my manager. <laughs> yeah, but John is a bit more strict than, uh, than Tesla. Yeah, you're a bit more strict. But, yeah, so... For the neeks. Pit, right, I'm set the scene. It's Sunday evening, it's about half past four, okay, it's in the winter, so it's dark as well, so you see it be fuzzy more like evening, mm-hmm. right, John Lewis, where I worked, was connected to a waitrose, well he's connected to a waitrose, um, but the kind of, it's like a main foyer, one door goes into John Lewis and then the kind of, it's just an open plan into waitrose, I'm stood by the shutter, ready to close the store, um, the store is empty, John Lewis, the waitrose is still open for another hour, but obviously it's, it's Sunday evening, kind of people aren't, it's not many people. No one wants a 50 grand sofa at Sunday. So, yeah, the John Lewis store is empty, though, right? Um, and I'm stood by the shutter with the key ready to close it. They're doing one last check around the store, right? I have uh, this um, newbie who was kind of assigned to me as, as a buddy, okay? Um, and I was kind of like, you know, showing her the ropes, you could say. Um, and she was quite a chill girl, which is quite funny. And we had this thing where if we're opposite sides of the store but we keep catch each other's eye, we'll just, just look at each other and just stick our middle fingers up at each other. <laughs> I know. Not very professional, but it was just kind of it was just a joke we had. Anyway, the store was closed. Also, when we did, we always made sure there's no, no one around if like we're looking at us or whatever. Anyway, store's closed, about to sh- close the shutter. I'm still by the shutter. I see her across the store in an empty shop. And I, I stand there, I put my arm very high above my head with my funeral finger up pointing <laughs> right? She also does it in return. We smile, we laugh, whatever. The guy next to, next to me at the time... You're lucky to still have a it. job. Yeah, I know. The guy next to me at the time also did it. I thought, why? Um, and it turned out one of the assistant managers in the waitrose across the foyer had seen it from a checkout or something, right? He went to the office, to the security... Um, and my mate, one of my best mates, Joe, he was he at the time was working there as in the security. And he went to my mate Joe and he went, well, I need to see CCTV for for this time and this day, blah blah blah, and to make sure like what he saw was was factual and it wasn't anyone else. So wait, did someone snitch on you? Yeah. Well, it wasn't a manager. Uh, manager. This assistant manager guy who saw. Oh, what a neek! Right. He's trying too hard. And Joe's like, okay, so he's 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 going for the tapes and he, he goes right that camera there. And he's like, okay, 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 and he plays it. And my mate Joe apparently saw what he told me. He looked at it, and inside <laughs> he was wetting himself. But he had to act professionally outside. But he's just thinking, "Oh, for fuck's sake! Why <laughs> All have of you this done for this? a middle finger. Why have you done this?" Anyway, about a week later, there was a case put towards me. A case. I went. I went to a meeting um, to talk about um, kind of. It was like a, It's like an interview, and, and it, literally, I sat down in this interview, and I was like, so. Like weirded out. I was like, this is because the way they brought me out of the store, they're like, Jim, we need to come talk to you now. I was like, right, okay. I bet you were bricking it. I, I brick it whenever I, I get was, told I that. I bricking it because I didn't really know what it was about. And it's only until I sat down in this room, meeting room with 
one of the managers and then some person in the corner with a computer typing everything I said. And I sat down and I went, am I in trouble? <laughs> am I in trouble? I was just like, am I in trouble? I, mean, <laughs> I won't name the manager, but we'll call him Stuart. I love Stuart. Stuart. Stuart's a different manager. Stuart's an actual name, fuck. No, Stuart's a different manager. I won't call him Stuart. We'll call him Gregory. We- right. Let's call him Gregory. Wedge. We'll call him Gregory. Okay, Gregory. So Gregory sat across from me. Wedge is actually Me and Gregory are, like good, are quite good friends as well, so this is even more weird. So um, he's not called Greg? He's not called Greg. Okay. So Gregory's sat across from me, and I go, am I in trouble? And he looks at me, and he kind of goes, a bit. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have I done? <laughs> I hope you didn't say that. That'd be another disciplinary. I didn't. I didn't say that though. No. But um, and he goes, he goes, and he starts. He starts interviews. He's like, okay, interviews starting at blah blah blah. Like as if I'm being interrogated by the police. I was like, flipping hell. What the hell? <laughs> I was sat there going, I'm freaking at this point because I go, what the hell have I done? I, I've never Wait, so they hadn't even told you? No, 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 no. I had no idea what I'd done, and I suddenly got very serious very quickly. So I started bricking it. Um, he sits up straight. So I did. I sat straight. And my hat, my palms are sweating. Right. I'm These like, weak what the arms are heavy. What is going on? And he goes, right. Do you remember uh, Sunday the whatever it was? <laughs> You're like, no, I haven't done anything. Twenty-seven <laughs> in the afternoon, and I was like, ah, uh, yes, I do I, remember I, that. I could, it's in my diary. I've actually got the transcript uh, in my drawer. I, I, I could bring it out. But I can't be bothered. But I'll, I'll loosely translate what was written in the transcript. Okay. Um, and I was like, no, I, like, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> like, this is all written in the transcripts, right? Wait, no way they're talking about your breakfast in the transcript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, okay, do you... Um, and he goes, oh, it was the Sunday before last or whatever it was. I was like, no, I, I, I don't remember what I was doing at that time. And I was it's like, so dumb. Like, they, they, how are you meant to know what the time was when you're putting your middle finger oh, up at someone? Well, I've been even... You know, that was From now before. on, I hope you've noted every time you put your middle finger up at someone. <laughs> um... And uh, anyway, he starts talking, and, uh, and then he pulls out this piece of paper out of this envelope, and because the light is shining from behind him, I can see through the paper, Yeah. and I can see the picture <laughs> from the CCTV of me stood in the middle of the storm with a middle finger up, <laughs> and I literally, a quote on quote, went, oh, what a twat. <laughs> right? That is written in the transcripts, I kid you not. Um, <laughs> And oh, I, I was literally head and hands like I can't believe this is actually like it, like this is this is what this is all about. No and way, your manager had a serious face when he showed you that picture. I mean, it's a good photo. He was, he was holding it. He was holding it for sure. He was trying not to lose lose uh, concentration. He definitely left the world to live at that point. Though. So we had the whole meeting, and then, um, and meeting ended. He went right uh, in about two to three days. You'll have a disciplinary meeting with a different manager. And they'll discuss, just decide kind of like what happens to you. Because mm. um, this is still the investigation stage. Because they have to interview the other two people involved and any witnesses or whatever. Because it's stupid. They had witnesses for you putting your middle finger up. Oh, mate. They take shit like that very seriously, apparently. Um, anyway, two or three days pass. Um, and I find out that um, this manager, who, again, I'm quite good friends with. However, in situations like this, I know he takes it very seriously oh. like he lives for these sort of moments where he can be like the judge during execution do you know what I mean oh what a great guy and you know he's from Scotland as well oh okay I, I, I like him a bit more now yeah and so he, great I, I accents mean, hard to understand him Scotland that was pretty good wasn't it that, that was horrendous maybe that could be an episode we've got to do an episode on, with accents I'm pretty sure that's offensive to probably a lot of people so uh, we get to the disciplinary interview, and I'm sat down, and I'm actually allowed to bring kind of a, a, a 
someone to assist to be there with me. And yeah. I thought it would be really funny for my mate uh, to come with me. So I was like, it'll be jokes. Like, you can come in and Who did you, who did you bring? Uh, it's my mate Nathan. Um, uh, he, I think he listens to this. So Hello, Nathan. Nathan. Um, and uh, so me and Nathan uh, sat in this room. He said he's been in one or two before. So he's like, oh, he's like, oh it'll, be, it'll probably be fine, whatever. And we sit down. And uh, and the, the, interview, the, the guy goes, he says, gives his full name and, you know, the, you know, the reason we're here and all this and all that. I was like, like, do you regret your actions? And I had to like give him the full sob story to make sure I wasn't getting fired. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was like, oh, I promise you, I'll never do it again. It was a big mistake. And from that moment, charged. you've never done it again. I can see how it can reflect on the company and all that and all this. Is that like, you said? Oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I have to give it the beans. And uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, right. Um, you now need to leave for about thirty minutes. Why myself and the guy who was typing? Well, yeah, I had to do that when I had mine. Yeah, so you have to leave for like 30 minutes while they decide your fate, basically. And then they, have, they also have to call up, like, head office to explain the situation and why you've been given the punishment or whatever. So, in the 30 minutes, me and Nathan got up to the break room and we played pool for 30 minutes. No way you have a pool table. We had a, yeah, we have a pool table. In the, in the oh, room. my God. That, that's a lead. Anyway, the manager, the, the guy who's doing the uh, disciplinary, comes back off after 30 minutes and he goes... In all my years, I've never seen two guys so relaxed to sit on the chair <laughs> after disciplinary and play a couple of games of pool. <laughs> <laughs> what are you meant to do? You put your middle finger up. I was going to say, what you always do is just sit there and sulk. Like, anyway, he invites us back down. We go back down to the interview room. Is this before you were a manager, though? Not at this point. No, oh, no. Okay. Uh, this is just, just a regular full-time person. Um, and he, and he, go, he starts talking about, you know, Blah, 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 and he's like, you know, in some instances, some people we would, you know, consider firing, um, or I think he used the word like uh, terminating your contract, um, or very official. And uh, Wait, they threatened they were going to terminate it? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, he said some, you know, if it was someone else, this could have easily been, or some different manager, this could have been a termination of contract. What a joke. Because if it was a manager who didn't like me, he could easily just terminate my contract over this. Um, and he goes, uh, we've decided uh, that we're going to give you a final written warning. Um, it will go down on your uh, employee status. So if you were to get another one of these, you will be immediately terminated. Um, really? And it lasts for a year. So I've, uh, for a year, I had to be on my best behaviour, make sure I didn't get into any scandals. Um, and yeah, that, that's the story. How the John Lewis fight. scandal. I know. Cool. Yeah, there's mine where I almost got done for fraud. And yours... You just put your middle finger up. Yeah, yeah. Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Do you know what's crazy, though? Go in on. a company like John Lewis, the amount of times there's screw-ups in terms of, like, what customers get. So, like, isn't like, they order one thing, they get another thing. Do, like they, this, do they get to this, keep it, that happens? Well, technically, yeah. Because, like, we can't go to their house and force them to give it back. Like, we can call them up and say, oh, you've got the wrong item, do you want to come back and we'll swap it for the right one? But quite often they won't, because they've got a better item most of the time. So, and it happened a few times because people could get fired over it. Oh, wow. So, what happens is, like, you know, a guy orders a TV from in-store. The stock men or stock woman can't discriminate. We don't discriminate here. Um, gets, gets but I don't like French people. Or while they're in the waiting section, they can t- easily take out the wrong one to the person's car. Mm-hmm. They go home. An hour later, oh, where's this TV gone? This customer's come to pick it up. Oh, crap, it's in the wrong car. <laughs> customer's driven off with it. It's like a customer I've ordered like a, a 4K. Would you bring it back? No. No, I would No chance. 
I mean, maybe if I work for the company, because I wouldn't have choice, they'll see me at work and be like, Jimmy, it's pretty TV. But if I don't work there, then... Bye, bitch, I'm leaving. Yeah. It's my 4K TV. But, like, this guy's bought, like, a, you know, 42-inch 4K TV, very standard, right? Mm. Um, but he's walked home with an 8K 60-inch TV cool. and all the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that your year has just improved massively. Yeah, oh, isn't it just... I mean, sell it on eBay and buy the actual TV you wanted. I don't know. Would you sell it, though? Well, it depends. If you haven't got room for a 60-inch TV, you haven't got room for a 42-inch, then, yeah, you'd sell it and then That's buy another 42-inch. That's true. I didn't think about that. Easy peasy, mate. Very easy. Oh. Have you got any funny stories with a customer? Or Not any, really. Any nice, so any nice stories? Any, any customer ever bought you a gift? I've been bought a card. Really? Yeah, well, you know, as the most handsome person on the customer service desk, all the ladies come to me. Um, so... We got this one lady who's like really sweet, and I can't remember what happened. I think I did something to her, you know, just being the excellent customer service boy I am, and sorry, man, and I think she just really appreciated it. So she just brought me a card and said, "Thank you so much for helping me." Have you ever been offered money? Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, quite often, especially during Christmas, uh, instead of selling things on the shop floor, they'd get me. Um, to take things out to customers' cars because the stockmen would be so busy picking items from their warehouse they wouldn't have time to take things out to cars. So they get people like me who are like, quite young and, re- and in, in shape to kind of take things out to cars, like TVs <laughs> and, and whatever, heavy like machines or like, you know, coffee machines. Wham, man, Jim, just carry that. Yeah, and, you know, obviously I help them lift it into the car and things like that. And so many customers try to slip me a fiver and stuff and they're like, just take it. I like, I can't. If I take yeah. the fiver, it has to go into lost property. And then if someone doesn't claim it for, uh, I think it's like two months, it then goes into the company. Yeah, see, that's what happened to me. Well, but I said it to my um, manager. I was like, yeah, she offered me a fiver, but obviously I didn't take it. I was like, you should have taken it. Like, huh? Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I would have taken it. I was like, oh, no way. I just missed out on a free fiver. So I from have... now on, I will take it. You should. I have actually received a gift from a customer, though. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I had this customer, and he... Her daughter was a girlfriend of someone who worked at Jonas as well. So mm-hmm. she kind of... I, I, I didn't know who they were at the time, but I kind of got to know them a bit because of the guy who came over and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was helping this woman with choosing an oven. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came in like four times. She's like, I'm so sorry for bothering you again. I'm really not sure about this oven, blah, blah, blah. I was quite... You know, I really, she was really a really nice lady and I was just quite happy to talk to her. She was just quite chatty anyway. Anyway, she decided on the oven, bought it, got installed... She came in a week after it got installed and she's been using it. And she goes, oh, Jim, it's amazing. You are amazing. I cannot <laughs> believe it. Uh, she goes, oh, I would like to invite you around for dinner um, and, and, you know, we can test well, it Well, because the oven that you didn't make was really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's genu- I'm genuinely invited over for dinner. Did you and do it? she bought me a giant bag of Haribo's. Oh, wow. Did you like, go? You know, you know those bags of Haribo's with, like, multi-packs inside? Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Wait, did you go, though? I haven't been, no, not yet. Wait, when did you get offered it? What, the dinner? Yeah. Um, must have been probably about a year and a half now. Don't tell Sophia about it, she might get a bit jealous. No, she knows, she knows. Okay, she's fine with it. Yeah, she got Harry about so. Oh, okay, she was like, yeah, okay, it's fine. <laughs> she can be friends with you, Jim. I know, but honestly, she was, that one was very, actually, funny story, and it's probably a bit cringy for some people out there. Um, when me and Sophia both worked at John's, we worked at separate floors, um, but occasionally she would have to like show a customer something downstairs and she would have to pop downstairs or whatever. Um, or even just talking to customer general. But she would mention the fact that I work at John Lewis, like her boyfriend worked there. 
And then sometimes when she comes down, she'd point me out to the customer. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I, I don't want to hear that. I think it's quite cute and funny. However, because I, I'm not aware. I'm just like minding my own business, doing my work. And then it turns out during the day... It's just you giving down. the middle finger to someone. She's like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's popped down with the customer, pointed me out, and she's the pony. Well, customer, the customer's gone. Oh, he's quite cute. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's a dub. I know, I know. But there you go. I don't know why I sounded so shocked that she said that. Sorry. I know. I was a bit rude. Customers adore me. Yeah. yeah. We'll put that down to maybe. Same procedure, mate. Mm. Debatable. But, Dan, we are, again, at that 30-minute mark. Oh, well, well before we finish, then, we've got another sponsor. You'll never guess who it is. Is it, is it Dan Hicks? No, James Kisawani. Uh, How has he sponsored us? What's he given? Uh, he sent me a message. That counts. So, if you guys want to see a tall man who thinks he's cool, edgy, cool and edgy, go follow James Kisawani. Also, it's Taylor's birthday today. He is Taylor's birthday. Who is an avid listener of the podcast. So He is, actually. Happy that. birthday, Mr. Taylor. Happy birthday, Mr. Taylor Watts. Yeah, Mr. Taylor Watts. You're now 20. Still Can under we... 5 foot 6, but you're, you're 20. <laughs> Dead trim as well. Uh, yeah, the trim is vile. But, uh, can we, <laughs> That's my meme, deal, sorry. Can yeah. we make a deal? If, someone, if someone's going to want to sponsor the podcast, we have to get something out of it. Like, they have to buy us a bottle of alcohol to drink on. Okay. Have, like, if you want to be a sponsor... You have to James, you now owe us a bottle of alcohol. Just like you know, just a, just you know, a bottle of a bottle of beer each. Would be yes. Suitable. James, I know you didn't agree to this, but you now owe me alcohol and gin. There you go. Unlucky to James. Be, to be a sponsor, you buy us a bottle of something, and we'll, and you can get a big shout out. Unless you have a lot of money, then you pay me. To all our all our listeners, our yes. hundreds and hundreds of listeners. Hundred millions. Millions. Yes, mainly Happy Taylor. Happy our podcast. Who? I don't know. I don't know either. Alright, skinny lads more like. Let's go! Lads, let's the go. Boys. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Please, uh, if you like this, uh, follow us on, on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. And, and Apple uh, Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts, there you I go. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, well, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know we were on it. But we are. Oh, we are. Well, there you go. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, thank you all for listening. And uh, we will see you uh, next week. See you later.